Welcome to the FemiPod. These are conversations about females for everyone to listen to, learn from and engage with. Brought to you by your Femi founders, Esther Kewen and myself, Lydia O'Donnell. back to the FemiPod for episode number 84. It is great to be back and as always I'm here with Liz. In this episode we will catch up on our recent running and racing we've been doing and then we are going to fill you in on some very exciting news. Finally we can reveal to you all about what we've been up to for the last year or so. So stay with us. But firstly Liz how are you going? I am very good. Thanks, Est. It's great to be here. Uh, I'm very excited for this episode. I feel like it's been a long time coming for this episode. So finally, we're here and really, really excited to talk about what we've been up to over the last couple of years. And it is coming to fruition, which is yeah, so cool. Um, but I'm good. Life has been busy as per usual. Um, traveling a lot. I spent a couple of weeks over in NZ. I got to hang out with you, obviously, which was so cool and see my fam. They're going through some challenging times, um, but it is nice to always go over and spend time with them. And yeah, work's been pretty crazy as well. There's so much on at the moment with Melbourne Marathon just around the corner, lots of exciting Nike things on, as well as a lot of Femi things. So travel and training and work, the three of those things is pretty much my life at the moment, but um, all three are going relatively well. But yeah, training has been good. I think we'll chat more about the race that we both did recently. I know um, the last episode that we did together, just you and I, we talked about the potential of us signing up to a race and happy to say that Esther and I both signed up about an hour before the race started. So um, that was awesome to just go there and have a good hit out. But other than, yeah, going and pushing myself through the half marathon, training has been all good. I think I constantly talk about the challenges of trying to travel so much and also keep up consistency in training. Like it's it's always going to be hard. It's never easy because you're always on the move. And especially when someone like myself does a lot of double days, that's where you're like missing out on training where you have to get on a plane in the afternoons or the mornings. Um, but yeah, other than that, Running has been going really well. Just again, enjoying it for what it can do for my mental health mostly. But yeah, it's been fun. How about you, Est? How are you? I'm good, thanks. Yeah, I've just been chugging along, same as you, busy, but yeah, loving it. I, yeah, just been working, running, sleeping, eating, hanging out with friends and my dogs and animals. So yeah, it's been good. I, um, I'm excited for it to become spring, but yeah, I have also been really loving the winter at the moment. So yeah, it's kind of sad as it gets hotter for some reason. I've never had this before. Um, and Lids is probably like, what the hell? Because <laughs> she froths the heat. Um, but yeah, I actually quite really, well, I really enjoyed winter this year. It was really nice. Um, but it was probably because it was like bluebird days, you know, and bluebird skies, whatever they say when it's crispy in the morning and cold but then it's like sunny and nice in the day but it is still cold um so yeah we did have a blessed winter here in Mount Maunganui um but running is going good too I feel like last week I did a post about um sorry on it was in this week I did a post about my training last week one of my trainings and yeah it was just 
really exciting because I felt good and I was running fast times and it felt like I was holding back. Um, and that's probably the best I've felt in a year and a half in terms of like, I know that it shouldn't all be about data and that sort of thing, but like the paces that I was able to hit in that run did make me excited. And it's just such a slow journey coming back. And sometimes you're like questioning or I definitely have questioned whether I'll ever get back to where I was before um, I got COVID and yeah, even thinking, you know, maybe my body's different now, but yeah, it's just a matter of time. I think just slowly chipping away, um, doing all the things that should be done alongside running um, and also managing stress. I think let's touched on it. We're both pretty busy. So like trying to manage all the things that we're doing alongside training can be quite hard sometimes. And like on Monday, I was just knackered and I just took a day off, you know, and it's just a reminder for anyone listening. If you are feeling like really exhausted or, you know, things are happening in your life, like just take an extra day off because pushing through doesn't, doesn't work. Um, Especially if you do it like over and over again, just dig yourself a hole. So yeah, I've been really good just chugging along, you know, but um, should we go into our races? Let's, let's start with your incredible half marathon last week, which yeah. Blew my mind how fast you are. Oh, thanks, Est. Um, yeah, it was so fun. Like I said, we signed up to the race the morning of, so I hadn't at all tapered for the half marathon. I think I'd just done a pretty standard week of training going into it. Um, but I was on day 14. And so for me personally, I find day 13, 14, 15 to be probably the best time in my cycle to perform well. I also feel like my entire follicular phase, I feel pretty good, but I know around like ovulation is definitely where I usually perform at the highest. And so I just went into this race with like no pressure or expectation. I had run the same race in 2020 when I had come off the back of like a really pretty successful 18 months of running. So I went into that race in 2020 pretty fit from all the training and racing that I had been doing. And so I went into this race being like, don't compare myself to back then, just go and run your own race and see how you go. And like, there's no pressure on you to do this race. You literally just signed up for it. So just like go and run to how you feel. And so once the gun started, I was just like, found myself in a really comfortable place where I was just kind of chugging along. I think I've talked about this before, but being at the front of the female pack, you find yourself in a bit of like no man, woman's land where you're kind of just running alone because there's like the leading men way ahead of you and then kind of the rest of the pack behind you. So in a lot of marathons, I've also found myself just running by myself. Um, And so I kind of was there for a lot of the race, but um, I was slowly chipping away at some of the boys. And then the first like eight to 10 Ks, yeah, I was just saying like, be patient because it's going to start to hurt really soon. So just like run really controlled. And I remember running through 10 Ks and I think I'd run like 30, like maybe 36, 30 something. And I was like, gosh, I feel so good. Like, I don't know. Um, I hadn't, I hadn't felt like I'd kind of run that fast or felt that good in a very long time. So I just want to say this is like not normal. There's a lot of times where you get into a race or even training, you don't feel great. Like these races where you feel really good is few and far between. Um, so don't compare yourself to me because honestly, most of the races I've had in the last few years, I have not felt like this. Um, but I got to 10K and I was like, this feels really comfortable. Um, I'm just going to set my sights on the boys in front of me and try and like pull and rein some of them in. And so um, 
yeah, I just did that. And, and I mean, it was a pretty good course. The first like 15, 16 Ks is relatively flat. And then you hit some trail around the mount and you're kind of like dodging people around the mount. So it's kind of like run as well as you can up until you get onto the mount and then whatever will happen will happen once you hit the mount. So um, once I got onto the mount, I, I remember when I did run this race in 2020, I was very like, I got onto the mount and I absolutely died. I remember my pace went down to like 4.30s and I was dodging people and throwing people off the course because I was just like so tired and frustrated by that point. But I got onto the mount this this year and I just felt super strong. I think from all the trail running I had done leading into that ultra, not that I'd really trained for it, but I was running a few mountains each weekend. I think that helped. Um, and also I've been doing, you know, consistent strength for a few extra years than I had back in 2020. So I think that also helped, but I just felt so good. So I think I I got to, I took, overtook two men around the mount, which was a nice feeling. And then I finished in a time that was like, I think 10 or more seconds faster than the time that I ran in 2020. So I remember crossing the line being like, I don't really know how I did that. Cause I feel like the last, I mean, this whole year has just been like super um, all over the show with my training and all the travel. Um, and I just didn't really expect that I was going to be as fit as I was back in 2020. So it was a good race. I felt really satisfied with it and just like stoked that I went out there and, and did it and, because I felt like I hadn't pushed myself super hard, I was able to bounce back into training pretty quickly after that as well. So it was, we also were like very blessed with the weather. I don't think you could have had a better day for that race. So I also think that probably played into how well I ran or how well I felt as well, but it was good. And obviously just so fun having you there and some of the other Femi crew were around and it was just a really cool day. Um, makes me like super excited to sign up to another race and jump into more races probably the day before as well. <laughs> what about you? I mean, you had an awesome run too. Like it's, um, it was so cool to see you out there running so strong. I remember seeing you cause you started, uh, I think like 15 minutes before me. So I saw you come past, it would have been maybe halfway through the 10 K and you were so far ahead of every other woman. <laughs> I was just like, yes, queen, that's motivation that I need. <laughs> um, how did you feel? Yeah, it was so fun. I loved it. I think I, um, yeah, if anyone listened to the episode, I was kind of questioning whether to do it or not. And then Lids was like, let's do it. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. So <laughs> it was so fun. I got my period the morning of the event. So I was sort of, interestingly, I've had some inter-cycle bleeding for the last two cycles. Um, and so I'd also been told that my IUD, my copper IUD was sitting slightly low. Um, and so I thought maybe that's, that's the reason behind this um, because that can happen with the copper IUD. So I ended up getting the copper IUD taken out. Um, and anyway, normally with the copper IUD, I get like warning signs that my period's coming. I get like cramps like two days beforehand and they sort of come on and I'm like, oh yeah, cool. Like a couple of days and it'll be here. Anyway, I had zero cramps and then it, it was just there. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I've done many races where like the day of I've had my cycle come so yeah that was quite um cool and I was channeling like that my period is my power um and yeah I mean I don't think I felt fantastic like hearing the way you felt lids I'm like that's a dream like that's I reckon those are like one in oh god like one in a hundred races and you think about how many races you do a year where those just everything clicks and you're like oh this is just like the dream um so I can't wait to have one of those ones but I felt like pretty good like I felt pretty strong and like 
yeah, I normally, I remember the year before I did the same race um, and I died around the mound as well. Whereas this time I felt like that was actually probably some of my best running of the 10K, which was cool. Um, but yeah, I just had fun and went a bit faster than the last two 10Ks I've done. Not massively. Um, I'm waiting for like a jump to come, which I know will happen soon, which is exciting. But yeah, it was really fun and it was just so cool to be out there with you lads um and then also so many supportive people who are cheering I know that they would have cheered for you lads I heard you talking about as well and same with me in the 10k because they see the first girl coming through a woman and they're like get it girl so cool I've been in a lot of races where like I have felt a lot of support from the community and the people watching and the other runners as well because in the in the mount half you turn and you run back the way you came so you're going past all the people who are in the race which is like really cool but like that race was just next level the amount of support that was out there yeah so many like yeah the girls like go queen I don't know it was just so cool and I got because I felt so good I got so into it like I was yelling back at everybody (laughs) half of me is like save your energy and then the other half is like no get amongst this because it's like (laughs) so cool to be part of um out to all the support that was awesome it was so good I think I did a couple of like you know when people like tense their biceps and they're like yeah I think I did a couple of those when I was running fast that was scary I was like yeah it was so cute Um, I wish I remember the GoPro you know somewhere something I could capture the content on the course because yeah, it just blows my mind. You see all these people who are just like so stoked on life, so stoked to be out there in a running race. And it's just like this, this is running, you know, like this is why we do what we do because there's just so much beautiful energy amongst people who are moving their bodies in a really purposeful way. It's just so cool. Yeah, it was awesome. It was such a good day. So yeah, we both did good and we both won our races and we both had heaps of fun. Um, so yeah, loved it. Definitely keen to race again too. I think that couldn't put fire in my belly even more. Um, but yeah, I also was going to say in the intro that I've started this new strength training program and I like feel like I've got new muscles that were dying slowly um, and not being used enough. So it's, <laughs> it's good. And my hip, my hip injuries also just gone away after about three months of being niggly. So that's really exciting too. Um, I'm excited to see what you enter next lids and then same for me, excited to keep racing. So cool. I get stoked to hear that your hips cleared up. That is so good. Just knows what strength training can do. Hey, like we underestimate it, but um, yeah, very exciting for what's next. I think um, Melbourne Marathon is obviously around the corner. That could be something we jump into, but uh, we shall see. <laughs> but in other news, we have some very, very, very exciting news that has been, as I said at the start, a very long time coming. We have given plenty of hints to what we've been working on in the background with Femi. I know we have been teasing you for a very long time. So we're finally here to announce that we are building an app. Um, We are building an app for women, which is super exciting, something that we have been ideating and working on for many, many years. But it's just we're now in a place where we can actually announce it to the world and get you all excited about what's to come as well. So I thought today we could just jump into a little bit of background into why we wanted to build such a product and 
how that process has looked over the last couple of years and give you all a bit of an insight into why we have been so busy. Um, I was saying to Est earlier, like finally that we can now announce the fact that we've been working on this app. It will make a lot more sense as to why we've both been so off social media and not posting. I feel like I have barely posted on social media for the last year or so, um, but it's because we've been super focused on creating something pretty amazing for you all. So Est, where do we begin? We've obviously been yeah, working on this app for a long time. Um, do you want to take the listeners back to the start, like right back to the start of Femi? Yeah, let's go way back. Let's go way back to the start. Well, <laughs> um, Liz and I, yeah, obviously we've shared our stories pretty openly on the podcast before and um, both had, you know, relatively similar experiences but at different times of our lives um but yeah I think the whole purpose behind this app and you know what we've been doing for the last three years comes from those lived experiences and how we both were treated because of our bodies um by coaches that we worked with and the impact of those words on our actions in terms of what we did to our bodies so both of both Lids and I you know, restricted our diets. We went down really unhealthy paths because we were told we needed to look certain ways to to be athletes and be runners. Um, and, you know, we took some really drastic action that impacted our health really for quite some time following. We both lost our menstrual cycles, me when I was, you know, 13, 14 and lives in her mid-20s. Um, and yeah, we both suffered a lot mentally and physically because of that lack of education around the importance of a menstrual cycle. Um, we even had, you know, the thought that it was a good thing that we'd lost our cycles when it happened. I know that I thought it was annoying and when it was gone, it was good. And I know Liz, you felt the same, like almost like a badge of honor. Um, and then as we started to learn, you know, about our bodies and understand them better, um, we both realized what was missing and and how much we could, um, I guess, train in a really sustainable, holistic way and still perform at a high level. And then that was kind of how Femi was started, right? Because we've gone through all of that and we thought, you know, let's try and reach out to others and, and help them going through similar things. So that takes us all the way back to the start. Yeah, I mean, for us, we've been working in the fitness and sporting industry for a very long time. Um, when Femi was born in 2020, up until that date, we'd both been coaching for probably about 10 years. So we'd have already spent so much time with athletes and working with a variety of athletes, all the way from beginner athletes to the higher, more elite athletes. And I think we just wanted to really, you know, spread the education for women further and use our voice of running or coaching to be able to do that. We wanted to empower women through the voice of running. And yet it really wasn't until I learned about my menstrual cycle and started actually adapting my training to my cycle that I felt so much more confident in myself and in my body. It was like this huge unlock that I just had no idea about. And I not only really felt so much better about my body, I also was able to break every PB from the 5K to the marathon. And for me personally, that was when I knew more women needed and on the secret. And then with your story, yes, very similar story um we decided to start for me to like be able to help other women and it was pretty soon after starting the coaching company for me that we realized there were very little tools and very little products that actually worked for women in the sporting and exercise arena we realized that there was no product that existed for us to work with women as coaches that 
took into account their menstrual cycle. Um, and that was when we were like, well, if something like this doesn't exist, we need to build it. And that kind of process started back in very early 2021. So long ago. I can't believe it's been that long. <laughs> Do you want to dive into a little bit about like, yeah, what is that? What are we building here, Liz? Yeah, so initially when we first started thinking about what this app could look like for women, we really wanted to empower women and educate women about their bodies, as well as give them guidance for their movement or their training. And obviously for us, when we speak to movement, it is running at the moment. Um, that is our key form of movement and strength training as well. So yeah, the app is really about guiding women through their movement patterns and taking into account their menstrual cycle at the same time as educating them about their hormones. So we know there's this huge lack of education out there around our female hormones. You know, Esther and I didn't even learn about our menstrual cycles beyond our periods until about the ages of like 27, 28, which is horrendous. Um, and we want to be able to provide that education to women much earlier, ideally, but even if you don't know it today, no matter what age you're at, um, you should have the opportunity to learn. So the app is essentially a menstrual cycle tracking platform where you'll be able to be provided training, running training alongside your cycle. Exciting. Very exciting. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's so many products and tools that we talk about all the time that exist in this fitness space. And, you know, some of them are really great and some of them aren't so great. Some of them have amazing features and others have features that we know are harmful for women. So we just want to be able to provide women with a tool that has it all in a really positive way that makes you feel really confident about your body because you know what's going on inside. So Est, uh, <laughs> you're leading essentially the product and the um, the build of the app. Do you want to go into detail with where we're at right now? Because I'm sure for so many of our, our listeners, they would have no idea really what it takes to build a product. As, and when we first went down this path of creating an app, there's, for those who don't know, there's different ways you can approach building an app. Um, and there's what they call a white label platform where you can essentially buy the frameworks of an app and just interject your own branding, um, imagery and content. And we definitely looked at going down that path. But with what we're wanting to create, it's uh, super unique. Nothing really like it exists. So although it would have been a cheaper and maybe easier option to go down the white label path, I'm so stoked that we didn't do that because it's just given us the opportunity to create something that's really unique and really specific for women. But yes, yes, fill us in on the gaps. Like what does this process look like today and where are we? Oh my gosh, it's a crazy process. I feel like anyone out there who's either built an app or is in the process of building an app knows like how complicated it is and time consuming. Um, and also just, yeah, like the tiniest thing can take such a long time to build because it's so much more complex than you think originally. Like even thinking about menstrual cycle tracking, once you actually dive into that, like the complexity of the menstrual cycle is is insane. So yeah, I'm glad we didn't go down the white label path either because I think we would have got down a certain distance and realized that we'd probably made the wrong decision and need to go and build it ourselves. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, yeah, like I said, really complicated. So I think what I've learned the most and probably lids as well is that you have to be like hyper-focused at each time on like certain parts of the app. So like breaking it down into I guess the different features or the different things or, or problems you're trying to solve and then like attacking them one by one, but also having like a bigger picture um, vision of 
like what's coming next. So I think that's probably been one of the biggest things that I've learned along the way is like, how can you be hyper-focused and like get the most done um, in the shortest amount of time? And the way to do that is to like, just tick things off um, bit by bit with like the whole sort of product team being focused on that one thing for a certain amount of time. And then you sort of, like I said, have that bigger picture. So you know what's coming next. You're working on, you know, talking to people, gathering insights um, and looking into the next type of feature that you're um, launching into. So it's been a massive learning curve. I think both Liz and I have talked about it a fair bit, like how much we have learned in the last three years actually blows my mind. Um, Yeah, I'm still learning so much every day. Like I hear new sayings, new things that I didn't know existed um, every single day, which is really exciting. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a tough gig. But I would say if you if you want to build an app, like definitely do it. Just know, you know, just try to have that um, hyper focus and then that overall vision as well for what you want at the end. Um, but where we are currently with the build, so we're in beta testing at the moment. So beta testing is like um basically you're not on the market yet you've got users in the app who are giving you feedback and helping you like improve the product so yeah we've got beta testers in the product at the moment gathering tons of insights from them feedback and then you go and you take that feedback and you sort of again the hardest part is like choosing exactly what you want to focus on because some of the feedback is really like all of the feedback is valid but is that feedback going to help us achieve X, Y, and Z? And like, if it's not, you almost have to just bank it and work on it later. Whereas you focus on that feedback that's like really in line with what you're trying to achieve. So that's another thing that we've learned to like be hyper-focused. You need to know exactly what you're focused on. So knowing exactly what we're trying to do by this time, this is the outcome we want. This is the problem we're trying to solve. And you know, the, all the feedback, like I said, is valid, but like some of it has to get pushed down the line um, and other bits sort of get focused on firstly. So yeah, it's been cool. It's it's challenging every day. I'm so excited. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where we are at the moment. Yeah. There's a concept, I guess, of like moving forward enough, fast enough. And that's what I think we're trying to do at the moment is like how quickly can we get things done, but also, you know, do them right and make sure that we are, making the right decisions for where we are at right now to make sure we can make the best product for all of you. Um, So it is crazy. We look back over the last few years, especially when we first started ideating the app in 2021, I would have had absolutely no idea that it was going to take this long to create and build it. And I mean, we are super naive. We had no idea about tech at that time. I mean, we're still learning, as you said, a lot every single day. But um, yeah, if you had told me back then it was going to take multiple years to get something like this created and built, um, I just don't know back then if I, I would have believed you or, also, or even gone down the path. But like clearly very, very glad that we have stuck it out and gone through this process. And, you know, even once um, the app is in the market, we're still going to be continuing to work on it and build it. And it's kind of a never ending game. But it's so it's so hard but it's so fun like every day we're building you know new features and tools and facing new challenges and it's really cool to overcome that especially with the team that we have like massive shout out to our incredible team we now have six full-timers working on the product which is like so cool we have I want to say the best team in the world um <laughs> 
we've got an amazing, amazing group of humans working on this problem with us. And yeah, every day it's like pinch me moments to be like, wow, I'm so mind blown that we have such an amazing group of people around us who want to solve this problem as much as we do. And we're just so excited to be able to show the world what we have created. So as Est has mentioned, we are in beta testing at the moment and we will be looking for testers. So definitely keep your eyes peeled um, to come in as one of our early testers on the app. Um, But yes, we'll eventually be in the app store, but we just want to see really how our testers and our community like the app and the feedback we get from them before we really push it out wider than that. So it's uh, still a long process to go, but like a super exciting one. And I just, yeah, I don't know. I think back to all those years long ago of us just sitting around and chatting about this and, and to think that it's like almost in the world just blows my mind. Definitely. And you think about all the people that said that we couldn't do all of the things. Do you remember how many people we talked to about the idea? And then they're like, nah, it's too much. Like you need to focus on these things, but then push through and ignored them. And I think that's going to be the special source, like the combination of all the things that we've created, you know? So it's, it's crazy. And I think I just want to also want to mention like the app when it first comes out is like the first cut, you know, like we, have so many different things we want to achieve with this app. And another thing to note is just like what I have learned, and I know Liz and the whole team has learned is how complicated women are. Like we are incredible, like the different life phases and stages, all the different things that um, women deal with is insane, but it's also something that makes building this app even more complicated like you think about a menstrual cycle then you think about a woman who might be pregnant or a woman coming out of pregnancy or a woman with PCOS or a woman with endometriosis or a woman in menopause like there's so many different um, ways that a woman could interact with um, an app like this so like just staying hyper-focused on one bit at a time has been you know one of the decisions that we've probably find found challenging eh, Lids? like um, but we know that to nail one bit first is the only way to sort of do this sort of thing. And then you sort of add in the next bits and, and, and make sure that we're helping all women um, who move. So I just want to mention that as well. Like we are coming for every woman that moves, um, but we're starting, you know, somewhere. Definitely. I think you can probably hear the passion in our voice when we speak about helping women, how much we want to help all women, no matter if you're a woman who menstruates or not, or you're a person who menstruates and don't identify as women, we want to help you too. Um, so just be patient with us. Um, it is going to take time to be able to serve everybody. But as I said, we're chipping away. We're working through things one step at a time, and we're pretty confident that we will eventually be able to get there to make sure that you all feel heard and seen within the app that we're building. Love it. Well, I think uh, that is probably enough source to give you all today. Um, There's, yeah, that's, I guess, the secret that we've been hiding for a wee while. I'm sure some of you have already copped onto it. Um, Yeah, definitely seen a few things out in the world of us and the the mission that we're building and the app that we're building. But now you all are in completely. Um, Yeah, super excited to share more updates with you over the next wee while. We're going to be pretty transparent with everything that's going on at Femi from here on out. So you'll be pretty close to the build and the progress that we're making. But uh, definitely stay tuned on our socials, our Instagram, Femi.co or TikTok, 
fimi.co where you'll be able to see some of our updates with what's going on. Um, but yeah, it's out there. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. Can't wait. Can't wait to get more and more people in and just see it changing people's lives. Excited. Yeah, if you are interested in coming on as a tester or to find out more about the app, head to our website, femi.co, and there will be a way for you to register um, your email address so that you can be added to our systems and we'll be able to reach out to you when we want to welcome you into the app as a tester. All right, Est, well, I think that is all from us today. So yeah, hit us up on Instagram if you'd like to at femi.co. You can head to our website, femi.co. Or else, Esther and I will be back with a very special guest next week. So stay tuned for that episode. And uh, yeah, I think that's it from us today. Love it. Can't wait. Awesome. Thank you. We'll chat to you next week. Thank you.